You're listening to the Average Sports Guys podcast with Eddie and Marcus. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Yo, yo. This is Eddie Marcus here with the Average Sports Guys. This is the Average Sports Guys podcast. Let's go. Today is um, December 23rd, man. It's almost Christmas. Almost. Uh, it's Wednesday. Mm-hmm. This is episode 53. And we have a show for you. So we're going to add a new segment in. Mm. What's it called, Marcus? It is called You're Killing Me, Man. That's right. And y'all trying to kill me. You're killing me, man. So each and every week we're going to do that. And we are going to either nominate a player uh, like, well, so it'll be a player, right? But it'll be for like some specific play. Mm-hmm. It could be a coach. It could be a whole team. Um, and it's just really in a situation where that individual or individuals screwed up and um either just blew a coverage the play cost the team a game what have you and so we're just going to highlight that so we think it'll be fun we're going to start it this week for sure we're going to incorporate that in the show Mm -hmm. (laughs) each and every week and there's a few other segments that that we're trying to plan out but uh Let's go ahead and get into the score recaps from our last week's prediction. Yes, sir. And uh, just to let you guys know, Marcus won mm. again. Um, he got four right. I got three right. Mm. So in the Washington versus Seattle game, we both picked uh, Seattle. We did. So we got that one. Eagles Cardinals, we both picked Cardinals. Marcus was going on my superstition um, <laughs> that – Failed me this week, but either way, uh, so we both got a point there. Mm -hmm. Giants, Browns, we both picked Browns. Mm -hmm. Um, Browns ran away with that one 20 to six. Yeah, um, so the score in the Eagles game, too, uh, 33 to 26. So Cardinals over to Eagles, Seattle over Washington 20 to 15. Mm -hmm. And then the game to round out the week, uh, that we picked was Chiefs Saints. Mm -hmm. Uh, we both picked the Chiefs. No, excuse me, Marcus picked the Chiefs. I picked the Saints so we didn't have a tie. Right. So Marcus won that way. Chiefs beat the Saints 32-29. to 29. Um, And then real quick, we didn't put it on our sheet because we didn't think it'd be an interesting game or one worth really talking, but that was the Steelers-Bengals. Bruh. So the Bengals won 27-17 to 17 over the Steelers, giving them three straight losses. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. And they didn't even do much, dude. Like it like when I was, when I say they didn't do much, like the Bengals weren't pass happy. They were literally running the ball down the Steelers' throats all game. Like all game. It like, was disgusting. It just was crazy. Um just to see like the Steelers could not get anything going. They couldn't get anything going. And like Ryan Finley, like consistently, I'm, I would say. For sure. Like Ryan Finley, like this dude had like five scoops of pre workout <laughs> before he went onto that field. Cause I have no idea who this dude was right. until this game. And he came in. Yeah, he, he was seven for 13, but he was scrambling. He, he had what, 10 carries, 47 mm-hmm. yards. And I don't know if you remember that play where he got sandwiched by three dudes. Got up and oh, shook yeah. it off like it yeah, was yeah, yeah. nothing. Because he I'm got like, hit high, low, and like kind of in the back. Right. It was crazy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they threw a flag on it or not. I don't no, think they, they didn't. I don't think they did. 
Um, but I was just like, yeah, that's easily five scoops of pre-workout for that man to even be able to live through that. But I probably <laughs> felt that the next day. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Um, and like you were, t- we were talking about before the show and you brought up G- uh, Giovanni Bernard. This man was giving it to him. Mm-hmm. All game. And he didn't have a crazy like stat line as far as total yards. No. But when he was like he had timely runs, I would say. Yes. And yeah. and and. Dude was just like straight up grown man, like manhandling those corners when he was getting to the outside. Like it was just mm-hmm. an overall beat down. Yeah, man. So something's going on in Pittsburgh. Um, Juju got baptized. Um, yeah. And the Bengals defender, Bell, he, um, I mean, lit his ass up coming across that middle. Right. And then what did he come out and say uh, right after the game or the next day after the fact? He said he wasn't going to. Yeah, he's he's pretty much done. Juju is done <laughs> dancing on other people's <laughs> logos, which I mean, it's about time, right? It's about because time. Like I said, I, I, I put it on Twitter. Maybe I'm just old school, but <laughs> like you're not about to just molly wop on my on my team's logo for sure and it's one of those things where like you don't want to give the opposite team any reason or extra motivation or, right? right absolutely right absolutely right it's it, it's crazy because obviously that lit a fire in that defense because that that defense was flying around all game. game boy they were hype and then old <laughs> dude after his press conference he right. was like take us through that and he was like i seen 19 like <laughs> And he was just like, you know, we was talking about it on the sidelines. and But that's what I'm saying. Like, right. don't put a target on your own back. Don't do it. You know. Um, so, yeah. So, we just wanted to mention that game. Um, For sure. Because it's like, I don't know. I mean, like I said, Steelers, uh, the wheels seem to be coming off. Literally screwed me out of the championship for um my fantasy league like yeah. all i had to do was get eight points and it was locked i was like oh this is a this is a lock at eight points yeah uh, uh finley called me the next day well that well the next day after i set my lineup and was like dog nah we, we about to run this <laughs> so um no but for real uh that that definitely really made me mad that was a game that they should have won but i guess we can take this into the whole question from last week um like, are the Steelers becoming, like, stagnant? Are, are they plateauing or are they, like, regressing? Um, what are yeah. your thoughts on that? So I almost feel like they're regressing at this point, right? Three losses in a row. Um, credit to the Washington football team. I feel like we broke that team. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, they had, like, such a good rhythm, 11-0. Your defense broke that team. Yeah, 11-0, and then um, mm. it's just been downhill. Like, the Bills was one of the games I could see them losing because the Bills are a quality team. Right. Um, I thought they could realistically beat us, and then obviously everybody just assumed they would beat the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Um, but none of that happened. Well, the Bills beat them, but... The other two teams, Washington and Cincinnati, I mean, they just got busy. Um, for sure. And they were able to get the dubs. And it's not trending well for the Steelers coming up this week playing the Colts, which we'll get into Oof. later. Oof. Well, actually in a minute when we start to preview our uh, predictions for um, this week coming up. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're going to have to do some soul searching, but it's not looking good for them limping basically into the playoffs. Right. Um, and clearly it doesn't help that they have injuries, right? They have, a, you know, they're, they're missing some players. Right. They're secondary. Well, they're not, they're not necessarily their secondary, but like just their defense as a whole is decimated. Right. So people have been able to get off recently. So, yeah, man. So, all right. So let's get into the predictions. 
All right, so we are joined by a great friend of mine and of this show. We got Mr. Mario out in California. He's with the Zoned In Podcast. Let's go. How's it going, bro? What's going on, fellas? Everything's good out here. How y'all doing? Pretty good, man. Chilling. Yeah, y'all got that uh, vicious uh, COVID situation going on out in your state. They pretty much shut everything down, didn't they? Yep. They did, man. We're all on lockdown out here. Yeah, that's wild. Crazy. Like, I'm not opposed to it here. I know, you know, at at this point, people have been dealing with COVID for Mm -hmm. close to a year now, so everybody's pretty much over it. But I wouldn't be mad, you know, if they shut things down. I don't really go anywhere anyway. I head out to the store if I need to, and then, like, I go to work, but that's about it. Yeah, they also got us on a a 10 p.m. curfew. Oh, oh, wow. wow. All the businesses are closed. Yeah, all the businesses are closed, and uh, and people have to be in the house unless they're going to or from work. Dang, that's rough. So do you still have access to, like, Carl Jr.'s and In-N-Out's and stuff like that? Like, are they still open, or, or they or they're just, like, done? Or is it, like, regional? Not, not after 10. Oh, <laughs> bro, that's, that's, that's prime eating hours. That's crazy. <laughs> bro. That's crazy. Hey, you know, uh, I'm... They don't have Jack in the Box out there, but for all your West Coast listeners, man, Jack oh, in the for Box, sure. you know, it's 24-7, 365, and I know they, their pockets are probably taking a little hit. Oh, oh yeah. For sure. Yeah, well, because you know everybody get high, and then, <laughs> like, in the yeah. evening, and then, and then, like, let me go get them two crispy tacos for 99 cents. <laughs> Facts. Hey, bro. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, um, how are you? Uh, G, Keith, and Dame Fame holding up? Uh, everybody's good, man. Uh, you know, just trying to get as much as it can get done during those limited hours for uh, for the holiday season and stuff. Oh, for sure, for sure. Oh, man, yeah. Uh, again, there's a vaccine, so hopefully, you know, our number gets called soon enough. Um, for sure. You know, and we can all, you know, be safe COVID stuff will be behind us. Then, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna have to fly out to uh, California. I tell Mario all the time, I'm gonna show up and and be a in person <laughs> guest on there on that show for sure. <laughs> We're waiting for it. We're waiting for it. Marcus. Anytime you hit the West Coast, you can hit us up too, man. Oh, I'm with it. Yeah, man. All right, so let's get into these predictions. So um, we'll ask Mario first, for sure, and then we'll go from there. So first game on the docket is Cowboys versus Eagles. Mario, who you got? Um, I got the Eagles on this one, man. Let's so, go. uh, for those that listen to the Zone Day podcast, I usually go with the team that has the best quarterback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy Dalton's played a lot better. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts has shown a lot, creating a lot of controversy over there in Philly. So, but I mean, <laughs> and anytime you got a running quarterback, man, that just throws a even bigger monkey wrench on a team that doesn't have a good defense to begin with. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm gonna go with the Eagles on this one. Nice. Marcus, who you got? I'm going to abandon my, you know, Eddie mantra situation from last week. And I'm just going to go ahead and and go with my Eagles for that reason that Mario just said. Um, There is that extra wrinkle within the RPO system that we like to run through Jalen Hurts um, that they have to account for because that defense still has holes. On top of having a stout running back in Miles Sanders and just what Jalen Hurts 
does as a quarterback is just as far as like motivating not just the offense but the defense has been playing harder too oh yeah like we had a decimated secondary last week and they was batting balls down you know in the middle of the field and um as far as uh Jaquette, this dude was sitting there and playing d hop like a number one corner uh eventually d hop's gonna do d hop things but oh, this yeah. dude was just batting <laughs> stuff down he's like, i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do what i feel and i'm gonna just play, i'm just ball out a little bit so but yeah i got, I got the eagles in this one yeah um I'm going to go Eagles here mm-hmm. because, A, I think you clearly have a realistic shot, right? right. It's it's the Cowboys who have, what, 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 they went two straight now. I mean, they've seemed like they've been playing a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love controversy, especially with the team in our division not named Washington. <laughs> um, so Jalen Hurts can, can, can keep getting busy, right? That's right. just going to amplify um, – Philly's off season. What are they going to do? <laughs> Which direction are they going to go? And I'm popping popcorn. I'm and I'm here for it, bro. I'm <laughs> I'm here for it. So yeah. So okay. So across the board, Mario Marcus and myself, Eddie, we're going to all take Eagles. Mm-hmm. Next game up, we have Washington football team against the Carolina Panthers. Mario, who do you have? Man, so I'm gonna go with Carolina on this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just because I think Haskins has a really good shot at starting this week again. Mm-hmm. And um, as I'm sure you'll explain later, he's just kind of been a dumpster fire all this year. So In the worst way. I'm going to go with the Panthers. All right, cool. Marcus, who you got? Yeah, I was going to go Panthers too, just off the strength of what Mario just said. And anytime you have a, a alleged like started quarterback showing up at a brand new like Bentley to the practice facility. This dude is holding like like draft parties and stuff when he should be focused <laughs> on football. It's a bad sign. So <laughs> so for those reasons, I'm gonna go ahead and go with Carolina. Yeah, so my superstition um got the best of me last week. Um Mario was right, right? So I text Mario earlier in the week and I was like, Man, I think we can we can win this, man. Five in a week and and, and or excuse me, five in a row. Mario's reply back is like, I think you're getting a little greedy here. Um <laughs> But he was absolutely right. So we took the L to to Seattle, and um, but I'm gonna jump back on this train, right? Um, Carolina has nothing to play for. I think they're already mathematically eliminated. Right. They would love to play spoilers, especially to a Ron Rivera led team. Oh, for sure. But conversely, Ron obviously would like to stick it to him. He he won't admit it. They had asked him earlier in the week and he was like, had this been the first game of the season, he may have put more thought into like really wanting to beat them as a statement. You know what I mean? For but sure. He was like, you know, this team is in a position to win the division. Mm-hmm. That's what we're focused on. Carolina is mm-hmm. just in the way of that. So, right. you know, there it is. But, um, I'll go Carolina. Yes, Haskins is the dumpster fire. It is looking like he's going to start. So at practice today, he was splitting snaps with um, Heineke, who's, mm-hmm. uh, who we brought in, um, who spent some time around Scott Turner, I believe, in Minnesota and then in Carolina. Right. So he knows the plays. But anyway, yep. so he was he was splitting time with Haskins. Smith was on the side. I think it'll come down to like a late Thursday, Friday situation where we know whether Alex is going to go or not. Mm-hmm. If Haskins starts, I yeah, I I don't think we'll we'll get it done. Um, but obviously, each and every week, I root for my team. Mm-hmm. I go hard, blood pressure through the roof. I stress out. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I think yeah, I'll go ahead and give it to Carolina. So next up, we have Giants. Don't, Ra- oh, go ahead. Don't sleep on Heineke, man. So Heineke, uh, 
got his college ball down at ODU just up down the road from you guys. Yeah. And yep. he balled out down there. His biggest uh, deficiency is that he doesn't have a lot of arm strength. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with some of the speed guys you guys have, um, you get a quick slant or hitch, broken tackle, and uh, you got guys that can fly up and down the field. So I wouldn't be surprised if he if uh, Haskins struggles mm-hmm. and Heineke comes in and kind of bails you guys out or performs decently. Right. Well, the, yeah, I mean, so so you're right. That's actually a good point. For sure. Um, I would say take what the defense gives you, and for whatever reason, they, they, they do seem to give us those those underneath stuff. So, yeah, I mean, to Mario's point, if you can get the ball into McLaurin's hands or mm-hmm. McKissick, assuming Gibson isn't there this week, yep. um, yeah, you get him, get him the ball in space, anything can happen. For sure. All right. So the next game we have up is Giants-Ravens. Mario, who you got in this one? Um, man, I'd love to see the Giants win. Is that a help my Dolphins playoff chances? <laughs> but after that little, you know, boo boo storm that Lamar started a week ago, right? Uh, it was an IV, man. Ago, uh, I just, yeah, okay. <laughs> I said the same I, thing. I, I the Ravens, <laughs> Ravens, yeah. We all know what it was. Right, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. The way he moved old boy out the uh, doorway when he was like, come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. He, was, yeah. he was in there, boy. He had that hot boo-boo. Yeah, man. The lemon pepper wings with the mumbo that sauce. That midnight taco bell, right? Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> All right, so Mario got the Ravens. Marcus, who you got next? As much as I would love to hold down my future brother-in-laws of mine and pick the Giants, I have to go Ravens as well. Just because, like I like – Mario said, like, Lamar's been doing Lamar things uh, as of late. Um, uh, J.K. Dobbins has been, get, has been getting off. Oh, he has, yeah. Uh, he's definitely uh, had the game slow down for him since he's been playing more. Um, and I just like what they bring, so I'm going to go with the Ravens. Yeah, I'm going to go Ravens here, too, because I need the Giants to lose. Sorry, Mario. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and, I mean, the Ravens have been trending up, right, in the last couple weeks at they least. Have. So, all things would point to them being able to beat the Giants. Um, I've seen stranger things happen, a la the Giants beating the Seahawks. Um, but ultimately, I just think there's too much in the run game that the Ravens are going to bring that the Giants just can't stop. So I feel like they'll be able to wear them down. So I'll go Ravens there too. Um, next, we're going to switch up, go to the NFC West. We got Rams and Seahawks. Mario, who you got in that game? Um. Look, it's hard to bet against Seattle. Mm-hmm. I know they suffered mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago against uh, the Jets. I think that was kind of a fluky wake-up type game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got Metcalf on the outside and Russ behind center. You know, I don't see how they lose. All right. So you're going to go Seahawks there? Yes. All right. Marcus, who you got? After taking a shellacking like they did from the Jets, I have to go with the Rams and have a little bit of a bounce back situation. But the problem is, it's like this team goes as um, golf. Yeah, Jared Goff goes. Um, so it, it, I mean, it depends. But in my head, I think they're super embarrassed and they're going to bounce back and definitely take the win. Yeah. So it definitely was not a good look for the Rams, right? To let the Jets go ahead and get that, <laughs> get that win, but. Um, I've seen inconsistencies from both teams, right? Both right. the Rams and the Seahawks. They've let teams that shouldn't hang with them hang with them. Mm-hmm. Um, they let teams beat them that shouldn't have beat them. The Jets beating the Rams and then Giants beating the Seahawks. Uh, but ultimately, I think 
the Rams will show better, but I think Seahawks will win. And mm. to Mario's point earlier in the show, um, I think they have the better quarterback in Russell Wilson. And I see DK just doing DK things because mm-hmm. he he didn't get much against us. I think he had mm-hmm. just a few catches for like 40 yards or something mm-hmm. like that. So I think he's going to want to get going. Um, so I'm going to say Seahawks. All right. All right. Next up, we got Titans Packers. Mario, who you got in that one? Oh, this is this is almost like a true pick'em game, right? Fast. Yeah, this is going to be based on a game, uh, you know, uh, control the tempo of the game, mm-hmm. so to speak. So, with that being said, um, until somebody stops Derrick Henry, um, I won't stop picking them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he can rush for for over a hundred. Tannehill will hit his timely, you know, slants and go routes and. No, they'll probably win it by three or one score. Mm-hmm. Nice. So Mario's going to go with Titans there. Marcus, who you got? I'm going to go with Titans myself just because that what he just said, you know, Derrick Henry is a man among boys when he's running the rock. Oh, yeah. And when was the last time we ever put Tannehill and trash in the same sentence? It's been a minute. <laughs> like, it's been a minute. Like, he's been playing well. Yeah. So... Just off the strength of that and, you know, the run game with Derrick Henry and keeping um, Aaron Rodgers on the sidelines, I think the Titans are going to take this one. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I'm going to go Titans there too um, for the same reason. I, I don't know that Aaron Rodgers and company have enough to overcome that freight train. Right. Um, so, yeah, so I'm going to go Titans. And it's getting cold. And, and, I mean, I get it, right? Packers are clearly used to playing in the cold. But when it gets cold, that, that run game starts to come alive. And that them defenses, I mean, they don't be trying to hit nobody after, I'd say, a good solid first quarter and it's cold. So, yeah, I'm going to go Titans. Yep. All right. So, next hey, up. Aaron, oh, real quick. Aaron Rodgers is having a MVP caliber season. Oh, oh for sure. Is. Yeah, he is. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, they were talking about um, that the other day. I think it was on the NFL Network. And, I mean, I think he's he's got to be the front runner at this point. Right. And if he continues to play, if he doesn't retire, they got to continue to get this dude weapons because, obviously, he's doing a lot with uh, Adams and uh, Allison. And then you also got Jones in the backfield. Like, they're doing great things. But if you get this guy just one more person, mm-hmm. I don't see how too many people can beat them coming out of the NFC. So Yeah. Um, Problem. Yeah, for sure. Next up, we got Colt Steelers. Mario, who who you got in this one? Man, the Steelers are struggling, <laughs> and I think those struggles continue, man. Yes. Um, you know, Juju came out today and said that he's going to stop dancing for his safety. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we pretty much just highlighted that earlier. Sure, yeah, sure. it's smart. <laughs> yeah, that, exactly. So, um, no, I think right now uh, the Colts are, are just playing better on both sides of the ball, mm-hmm. um, and that travels with the Pittsburgh. All right, yeah, I think you're, I think you're right there. All right, Marcus, who you got? I'm liking this guy more and more. I was going to go Colts for the same reasons. Like, it's a downward trend with the Steelers for some reason. Um, yeah, and you guys are some smart guys, man. Oh, for sure. Uh, like, the Colts are playing great football on both sides of the bowl. Um, Phillip Rivers is doing Phillip Rivers things, like vintage Phillip Rivers things with the football. Mm-hmm. Um, you really can't go wrong. So I'm going to go with the Colts. 
Yeah. Um, both Mario and Marcus said everything I was going to say. I don't need to say anything. I'm going to go Colts there. Um, <laughs> they're just going to get it done. Steelers Steelers are just – they're hurting, man. They're looking like trash. Yeah. Um, all right. So the game that's going to round out our predictions for this week and is the reason we brought Mario on, he is our Miami Dolphins resident expert. Yep. We have the Dolphins versus the Raiders. Mr. Rio, who you got? Man, so – a few weeks ago, this game probably would have been, like, hyped as a Sunday night game because the Raiders were, were doing really well mm-hmm. and the Dolphins had, were doing really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Raiders' defense has utterly collapsed uh, mm-hmm. the last month pretty much. Yeah. Um, they got two decent cover corners. Mm-hmm. Um, their safeties are pretty young, so they, they play with their eyes a lot, which brings them out of position. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is really good at not turning the ball over. Mm-hmm. And... Miami has an average at best running game, but now their backs are starting to get healthy. Like last week, they started six rookies on offense, mm-hmm. and they still were able to put up twenty something points on the Patriots. Oh so, um, wow! And and, and they go, came from behind in that game. Yeah, so Tua started out real slow. Um, typical. He's the first uh, rookie quarterback to beat Bill Belichick since twenty thirteen. Let's go. Um, yeah, so. Uh, but then he came out firing. They they hit. They got some slant. Mm-hmm. Like I said, they started six rookies. Um, so yeah, I kind of like how they're bringing it together, and they're not overly relying on Tua. Um, I think they're gonna try to bring that that run first mentality that they did last week again this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna lean Dolphins. I think they win by ten points. Nice. That's what's up, Marcus. Who you got? I'm definitely going Dolphins. You know, it's Tua time right now. Um, he's doing great things on the field. Obviously, he in, inspired that offense. The defense has always been legit, and we've been saying it for the past two seasons. Like the defense mm-hmm. is there. We just got to wait for the offense to catch up, and they've obviously done that. And like Mario said, you know, with younger guys. So overall, I have um, the Dolphins taking that one. Yeah, um, I text Mario the other day, and I called Tua the Samoan Jesus. <laughs> um, <laughs> like. I, he is, man. Yeah, I really enjoy watching this kid play. That kid is fun to watch. Um, and that, so I feel bad that I said that because I text Mario, and then Mario's response was like, he is, but he just threw a red zone interception. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's, that's my bad. Um, but no, um, I I do really enjoy watching him play. Mm. Um, he's special, right? Oh, for sure. Through all the knocks on him in college and then obviously he had the injury and then people were like wait how's he gonna is, is he gonna heal is he gonna be this is he gonna be that i think he's kind of put that to bed he's yep. you know showing he's learning he's a smart kid um the raiders as as mario uh, mentioned earlier they're trending down mm-hmm. um i believe abrams is is hurt is he because he didn't play last week i no. think he's out again mm-hmm. uh possibly this week but I think the Raiders started out hot. Like, they were fun to watch. Um, but they've just been trending down. Mm-hmm. And I think the Dolphins are just, like, it, they've just caught that wind. And they, they're they just moving. Um, I think Mario and I, or excuse me, Marcus and I, earlier in the year, we picked them to go to the playoffs. So we hope that holds true for you, Mario. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go Dolphins. I, I will say this. Um it's looking more. I think they've already come out and said that Mariota's going to start this week. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And he brings that running element. Yeah. To, yeah. to the quarterback position. That's always a headache. So we'll see. And he actually did fairly good last week mm-hmm. uh, in his half or half. Play. 
football that he played. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I legit, no lie, forgot he went to the Raiders right. until he came in. And I was like, Mariota. I was like, eh, okay, well, it'd be all right. But, man, it's like almost from that first snap, like I, I thought he played. I was like, my goodness. He played well. And I thought that loss was more on Chucky than it was on Mariota because once you get like literally goal line to score and win the game and you don't run the ball with Mariota or create mm-hmm. some type of fake situation, like that – Made me mad. I was like, "You you lost the game right there. Like mm-hmm. you're thinking too much, Chucky. Like what are you doing?" Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's like, uh. but um, all right, Mario. So that does it for our predictions. Before we let you go, Marcus and I, um, we have a. So typically, every show we do a question that has nothing to do with sports, um, and it's one you asked me on your last show. So I will ask you. That's what we're gonna do. Is what is your favorite Christmas song? Since Christmas is like in 15 minutes. Oh, man. So anybody who's tapped into the zone, they've thought, oh, we actually didn't air that one. Right. Uh, so my apologies on that. But on that episode that we're supposed to air, uh, we did everybody's favorite Christmas song. Big debate because you have to kick one out. And they're usually four very high-end yeah. uh, choices. Mm. Um, so I'm going to stick with that same song. Um, I went with, uh, I can't even get the uh, song out of my head. Um, we'll do this. Shout out to my boy G Money, big Oakland Raider fan. Mm, I'll mm-hmm. go with his pick. Um, he chose the Temptations, uh, Silent Night. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Classic. Yeah, because when I said Silent Night by um, Boys to Men, he was like, "Man, I might have to push back on that." And I was like, <laughs> "Hey, wait a minute, like, that's a solid classic." Um, nah, but you it can't. Is, I mean, yeah, you, you can't. You can't go wrong with anything that Temptations do, um, especially this time of year, right? Um, Not at all. Yeah. So you guys put out. Um, I saw G Money put out a video on Instagram. Um, again, everybody go follow them. It's a zoned in podcast. Yes. Um, that you know, you guys are kind of pausing recording right now again due to COVID and all the restrictions. You guys just trying to stay stay. Uh, excuse me, stay safe. Um, hopefully, you guys can get back in the saddle, man. I enjoy listening to your to your podcast. For those of you who, um haven't listened to their show go check them out again it's a zone in podcast they bring um much more than just sports they have like a culture segment um they got keith he talks about alcohol that is one of my favorite segments it's near and dear to my heart i've Mm. spent a ton of money listening to his breakdowns (laughs) of alcohol um let's go it, it it it's it's awesome. Um, G Money talks about that new new with the music. Let's go. Um, you have Dane Fame, and he tells you what's like irritating them, and <laughs> it's funny. Oh uh, yeah, it's 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 just laughs. I mean, these dudes, these four dudes. I mean, I grew up with them all out in California. Let's go. But listening to their show, if they they talk about shooting marbles. If it's a sport, <laughs> they're going to talk about it. UFC, it doesn't matter. They bring you good insight. I enjoy listening to it, not Let's just go. because they're my friends. Um, because, I mean, if it's boring, people will say, yeah, I'll check it out. But then they're not going to listen. I literally listen every single week. Let's go. So, Mario, we appreciate everything that you do. Mm-hmm. Blessing these podcast airwaves, you and the boys. Um, we, we wish you um, all the health safety especially with what's going on facts we wish you and your family a merry christmas and we we're just blessed that you jumped on with us man for sure oh man thank you thank you thank you y'all stay blessed and safe out there um yeah we're just we're we're 
we're a lighthearted podcast, man. We we get together for a good time, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's what usually gets thrown on on the airwaves. So uh, we feel like we have a good time, and the listeners have a good time. Um, but man, thank you. I appreciate you guys having me on. And uh, man, y'all stay up. Yeah, man. You too. We appreciate it. Hey, and 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 we're gonna have you on again, and then uh, we can get some of the mother knuckleheads to call in. Too. Oh, facts. <laughs> Let's oh, go. For sure. For sure. All right, brother. All right, man. Y'all be cool. All right, you too. Yep. All right, All right. So again, that was Mario, one quarter of the Zoned In podcast. Again, be sure to check them out, man. They 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 do a quality show for sure. Good dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I I wouldn't promote it or have them on if I didn't believe in them. Um, like I said, Mario, big Dolphins fan. You got G Money, huge uh, Raiders fan. You got Keith, huge Cowboys fan. You got Dame Fame. He's a big 49ers fan. So they all bring something different to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, again, they, they cover pretty much all major sports um, and it just hot topics, trendy things, cultural things. So it's a, it's a good show. So like I said, we uh, happy we were able to get Mario on finally. So let's switch gears. Let's get into... Um, our new segment. Mm, let's go. And we'll let Marcus go first. And here it is. Y'all trying to kill me. You're killing me, man. Yeah, so my nomination for the You're Killing Me Man segment has to be Dougie P. <laughs> and everybody in Philly Nation knows why. So... Cameron Johnson, our, our punter, right? This dude gets, um, I'm pretty sure he caught that concussion on that block punt. Mm. Um, and he was out for the rest of the game. Um, I'll provide you guys with an update on that later. But dude, you know, went concussion protocol, out for the game. So obviously every team has an emergency, you know, placeholder, right? Mm-hmm. Ours is Zach Ertz. So, you know, late third quarter, you know, Jalen Hurts scores, you know, and instead of going for Two, they decide to kick (laughs) the field goal. Mind you, if you don't follow like Philly sports or just, you know, the Philadelphia Eagles or the NFC in general, matter of fact, just football, you should know if you do follow these things that Dougie P always plays like Madden rules. Like he's going for two every other touchdown, right? Mm -hmm. And you have an injured placeholder and you don't go for two. Like that is right. the definition of a reason why you go for two and he chose not to do it. Not only that, um, Lovato, Rick Lovato, this dude sat there and muffed the snap for the field goal. Yeah. So I'm just sitting there holding my head like, oh, we about to go for two. So, no, we're going for the field goal. Zach Ertz is the emergency placeholder, the bad snap. And then I, like, it just, <laughs> it was a series. It was like in slow motion, like, like even like a claymation type situation where you knew something was going to go wrong. Like, even almost borderline, like, a peanut situation where Lucy, like, as far as my feelings, <laughs> right. like, pulls the ball back last minute and, and Charlie Brown kicks the ball, like, goes to kick the ball and he does, like, a somersault. Like, it's crazy. So, like, I'm watching this whole thing play out and we ended up tying and obviously eventually losing the game. But that was just one of those situations where I was like, Dougie P, you're killing me, man. Yeah. This week, my pick is the entire Pittsburgh Steelers team. <laughs> like, I gotta hit him with it. Y'all trying to kill me? You killing me, man? 
like that fan base has to be sick, right? Mad sick. Like you, you got to eleven and zero in the blink of an eye. Then you let a team with no name, my Washington football team, come in, tap dance all over your face. Mm. Then the Bills jump up and get you. Yep. Then the Cincinnati Bengals, who have no business winning a game, none, um, just took it to you. And if I'm a fan of that team, I gotta be sick. And they gotta they gotta write that ship. They, they like they have to it get out. it together. They have to get it together. Um, I guess the one positive is, as as Mario stated when when he was on with us, uh, Juju came out and he said that for his safety, pretty much he's he's not going to be um, out there dancing on um, you know people's logos. Maybe that'll turn things around. Maybe it won't. They have a they have a tough matchup, obviously coming up against Colts, as we just alluded to mm-hmm. um, earlier in the show. But yeah, it's it's definitely got to go to that Steelers team. Oh, for sure. All right, so we are going to wind the show down by getting a um, quick recap of Eagles, Cardinals, mm-hmm. Washington, Seahawks. Then we're going to give you some keys to victory as to how the Eagles are going to beat the Cowboys and how the Washington football team is going to beat the Carolina Panthers. So right. I'll toss it over to Marcus, and he'll give you the Philadelphia game breakdown. Eagles versus Cardinals. Um as in typical like Philly fashion, like I should be screaming, mad, upset, ready to like punch a hole in the wall, you know, climb a few uh, light poles, things like that, of, of just being straight like angry. But I'm actually not. Um, a second week in a row that Jalen Hurts has actually shown that he can play football. Like he is kid is nice. Like he like even though his accuracy was down like to like fifty five percent, he ran the ball well. Um, he played well uh, through adversity because we were down what like sixteen with, like in the first quarter yeah. because he sat there and you know typical rookie mistake you know uh, blitz is coming drops back just tries to get rid of the football but forgets to get outside the tackle box and mm-hmm. then you stepped into the end zone which automatically created that safety so right. um, there was that um, overall uh, Miles Sanders continues to do damage um, our defense played especially our secondary, played better than I thought we would. Um, Eagles actually have the second – well, they're tied for second with the Rams with the second uh, – they're the second leading um, team in the NFL with sacks. Um, right now we're sitting at 44 with the Rams, and Pittsburgh has 47 um, oh, after okay. this week. Yeah. So um, our front four is getting it done. It's just that, you know, our secondary, they've been playing – suspect uh, like off and on all season mm-hmm. um but they came in they were they were chippy you know uh Derek Barnett went and had that extra hit out of bounds on uh, D hot to let them know that we hear <laughs> we see you um you know putting 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 that money in the bank a little bit um moving on throughout the game you know I already talked about the situation with Dougie P uh in our last segment but that was one of those things where just special teams in general just completely cost us the game. So there was the mm-hmm. the, the pump block, the they messed up that they messed up on the field goal try when they should have went for two. It was just and then you, they had the trick play that uh, their kicker, uh, I'm sorry, their punter threw to number 47 uh, Ezekiel Turner. Oh, I remember that for yeah, 26 yeah, yeah. yards, and I'm just <laughs> yeah. like, David Phipp has to be like. He probably left that game and just like started packing up, you know, his office, you know, once he actually got back to Philly. Like that's the mm-hmm. type of stuff where on special teams you cannot screw up. No. Like you've got like you've gotta you've gotta have contingency plans for stuff like that. Like you 
crazy. See, and a quick, quick thing on special teams, right? Like you, you don't really get all the glory, Mm-mm. but you're going to get all of the hate. Oh, you for know sure. what I mean? It's like you, they're kind of almost like uh silent, silent killers, right? Like, right. you know, you just move right. in the shadows, but you, you mess something up and that, that comes to light. Right. And then even after that, you know, that, that trick play, um, you know, we messed around, scored, and the game was like 26-26, right? So, and then D-Hop stops playing with us because he did fumble early in that game. And he was like, okay, well, I'm just going to show, you know, you guys who D-Hop is. And this man went off. Yeah. Um, this man was catching everything. He had that crazy catch um, falling into the end zone. That oh, was crazy. Yeah, yeah. It was all hands. Disgusting. Um, and even what what I appreciated about the Eagles, though, like even towards the end of the game, we had two great cracks at tying to put the game into overtime. Yeah, you did. Um, you know, we had the situation where we had the the dropped pass um, in the end zone to Dallas Goddard, um, and it was in his hands. I mean, it was low, um, in my opinion, where it kind of should be in that situation, uh, a place where he can only get it. Um, and then we had, then he threw up a, then Jalen Hurts threw up another ball that was batted down. And then we, and then we got the ball back with 55 seconds left. Um, cause that was off of a fumble, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong. And then marched back down the field and we ended up having to throw, you know, a couple of, uh, uh Hail Mary situations and just couldn't get it done. But overall, um, Jalen Hurts, uh, I'm gonna put things in perspective for some of you guys. This dude is the first quarterback in NFL history to rush for over 150 yards and then put up 500 yards passing within his first two games as a starter. Yeah, I think I think I saw when they they, they had flashed that stat. No, I was watching Crazy. TV. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, man. Um overall, you know, just my takeaways from the game. Um Jalen Hurts is just a straight up baller. Um say what you will, Carson Wentz, you know, as far as his leadership and I can honestly say his leadership is the reason why the team isn't behind him right now because mm-hmm. there was that situation where um it leaked out from his camp that you know if he's not the starter going forward he wants a trade just like just being like a little curmudgeon when in the end what a quarterback should do and what a true leader of a team should do is say hey you know i played terrible all season you know this kid's starting he's playing well we're going to continue with that but best be sure there is going to be a vicious quarterback competition in the start of camp next season that's how he should have played it Mm -hmm. um but he took the punk route and said that oh well i don't want to play for the team if i'm not going to be the starter going forward and then it made he made it worse by trying to recant that um, right which was ridiculous so in my opinion uh i mean we we do owe you the money and we got to keep in my opinion we got to keep you on the books for at least a year um pending what happens in the offseason because i'm pretty sure um, if we trade him after June 1st, it'll only be a $30 million cap hit versus the 50 something. Oh, right. Um, but like I said, with that being said, he's just got to, and, and for a back of, for lack of a better way to say it is man up. Um, Alshon beat Patrick Peterson on a couple of passes that were beautiful. Um, that was great. Um, it was a great green by our defense. They hung in tough. They did what they're supposed to do. Um, and then my only other concern, I was talking to my boy, um, Joe Mena, um, he's an Eagles fan, you know, 
is this just as far as the team, the team culture, right? Is this something that we're going to have to worry about going forward? Let's say we move off of Wentz, right? And let's say that for whatever reason, Jalen Hurts struggles. And what does the team do? Do they still rally behind him based on his leadership skills and what he's been able to do um, opposite of Carson Wentz and what he's done? And he can rally the team and they can continue to go for and persevere through. Or does the team turn on him just like they did Wentz? I don't know. Well, so I'll say this. Allow me to interject. <laughs> um, I'll say I think the the team, right, from the organization on down to the players, right. they're, they're going to understand at some point Jalen is going to struggle right? because everybody does. Mm-hmm. So he's going to take his lumps. He's going to take his bruises. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as he still has those leadership qualities about him and mm-hmm. he continues to go about his business mm-hmm. a la studying, um, you know, working hard, as long as they see those things, um, the intangibles, as we would like to say, um, I think the on-field stuff will come around. Right. And, and and so me having said that is not um, saying Wentz doesn't do that, but if the team is rallying around uh, Jalen now, which it seems like they're doing, um, even your defense seems to be playing more inspired. Right. Uh, so you would say if that continues over the next two weeks going into the offseason, um, clearly there's going to be a decision to be made at, 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 at who's going to start. My guess is they go back to Wentz or just say it's a true open quarterback battle. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to see through – OTAs, training camp, preseason, um, practice every day. How the ones perform when each quarterback is in there. For sure. Um, I think the players tell the story without saying what it is, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not that they're purposely, oh, I'm about to drop this pass. But you just see there's just a different aura with, with the team when a certain guy is under center. So I think if... Jalen hits those on-field struggles but continues to just be a leader. Mm-hmm. Um, I think next year will be Carson Wentz's last year. For sure, and I believe that as well because here's the thing. Like, you got to – like, think of this guy's psyche right now. Like, this dude drafted by the Eagles, right, gets hurt, um, comes back, gets hurt again um, after having an amazing season in 2017 mm-hmm. and setting us up for um, home field advantage in the playoffs. Nick Foles wins us a Super Bowl, comes back, plays relatively well, gets hurt again. Nick Foles takes us into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. After that, comes back, right? <laughs> takes us actually, like, wills a decimated team to the playoffs, mm-hmm. gets taken out by Jadavian Clowney, and then now you're dealing with this situation where you have Howie Roseman drafting a quarterback in the second round, and now he's starting over you. Right. Where's your head at, bro? The only the only great thing that you've done, uh, like uh, as far as you know, recently is is collect this check, and then your stat line from last season where you literally put up four thousand yards without a five hundred yard receiver or a one k rusher. Outside of that, and then your M- and then your MVP run, it's also one of those things where it's like you really got to start putting things in perspective. So it's not like he can't get it done. It's like culturally. Mm-hmm. You're, you're kind of shot at this point, dude. So so there comes the question. Would a change of scenery do him good, right? Right. Um, I'm 
over the last couple of weeks, and then especially seeing how Jalen has performed mm-hmm. over the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. I'd venture to say yes. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you're far off if, you know, we're listening to GM Marcus and he's saying, like, I could see Frank Reich out in Indy, Indianapolis taking that contract um, and being able to say, I can revive Wentz. I can get him back right. to where he was. Um, sometimes I think the waters get muddy. Mm-hmm to no fault of our own, right? right? And Marcus just alluded to that by saying Wentz was having an MVP-like season. When was that, 2018? That was the Super Bowl year, right? 2017, yep. Yep, and then got injured. Was Mm -hmm. it week 13? Mm -hmm. And then you come back the next year saying, okay, still my team, and then you just keep having the same type of situation happening. Um, Yes, he got paid because the team, the franchise did believe in him. Uh, But again, think about Andy Reid, arguably one of the best coaches. Right. Kind of everything ran its course with him in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. He went to um, Kansas City, Mm -hmm. and since he got there, they've been a great team. Great team. And they were finally able to obviously break through last year and, and, and win a Super Bowl, but sometimes change of scenery is not a bad thing for people. It's not a bad thing. I mean, there's a couple of places where he can end up. He can end up with the Colts somehow if we work something out. Um, even Detroit, I could see this man, um, maybe the Jags, I don't know, but those are the top three teams that come to mind. I mean, there's definitely suitors for him, right? Oh, for sure. It's Absolutely. just going to be, are they willing to... Eat that eat that contract. Yeah, dude. eat that money, which if you think about it, you're going to pay somebody something at some point. Right. So it's like... Eat it again, now, eat it later. Yeah, so it's just going to depend on their developmental program, mm-hmm. what their quarterback coach and offensive coordinator feel, if they feel like we can get this guy back to where he was. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, go ahead you know pull the cord on on the money mm-hmm. and let's just get the deal done for sure yeah but like i said i'm here for the drama absolutely um last thing before keys to victory is doug so actually i'll just get in keys of victory now so one thing dougie has an issue with doing is making uh adjustments within the war room so he runs the same plays over and over and over again mm-hmm. this season. Like everybody knows what, what's coming before the ball is snapped. You just mentioned Andy Reid, right? Mm-hmm. One thing that Andy Reid is an expert at doing, yes, you'll see the same look, but the play mm-hmm. will be completely yes. different. Yes. And the ball is going somewhere completely different mm-hmm. than the week that uh, you saw the play before. Right. So you think you know what the play is, and they're gashing with a quick pitch or some some type of sweep, some type of toss to the outside, yeah. and then you're you're up Poops Creek. Yep. Dougie doesn't do that he yeah. needs to start doing that number one number two we got to lean on the run game still miles sanders yeah. is a baller mm-hmm. get that man the rock number three <laughs> still give the ball to try to find ways to get zach Ertz and dallas goddard open because they've been eating um finding ways to like change it up like last week we did we ran a great screenplay that mm-hmm. got miles sanders like what 25 yards it was crazy mm-hmm. so if we continue to lean on the run, getting the ball out of uh, Jalen Hurts' hands quick, um, as far as getting the ball to the uh, to the tight ends, giving him options to run, um, if he continues to climb the pocket, do things like that, we should be able to win this game because everybody knows that Dallas can't stop anybody on defense. No, and if if I may interject again, mm-hmm. um, I think you guys should run the annexation of Puerto Rico, <laughs> oh, Dallas. <laughs> They, they won't be expecting it. They can't stop it. <laughs> that and then, you know, the defense has to continue to play with a chip on their shoulder. Yeah. Um, thinking about very quickly, 
um, injuries that are taking place. So uh, Rager was limited. Duke Riley was limited. Um, I don't even know who this dude is. Graylin Arnold, another cornerback. Um, I guess we signed him off the street. Jason <laughs> Huntley signed him off the street. I'm pretty sure. Well, running back, I guess he's okay. Um, Darius Slay will be back. He was in, He had a full practice. Oh, okay. So with that being said, I think we can get this done. Um, but, yeah, that's what I have for my Eagles. All right. So now it is time for the Washington football team. Let's go. All right. So we lost to the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that was terrible. Uh, 20 to 15. Dwayne Haskins started. Um, need I say more? No, he started out flat. He started out slow. He started out pissing me off. Um, he started slow. I thought the second half he did well, um, much better. So he had a pick in the first half and in the second half, both ill-advised throws. He was trying to do too much, threw into double and triple coverage. Can't do that. Um, he did clean some of that up because there was a few times later in the game where he'd get out on the edge to extend a play you can see he was still trying to read, go through his progression, see who may have just scrambled open. Right. There was nobody, and he took off and he ran, right? Yeah. So he was able to pick up a couple first downs. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a nice throw to McKissick um, for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, there was there were some bright spots from him. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, second half definitely cleaned up quite a bit. I liked when they went up-tempo. It seemed to have gotten Haskins into more of a rhythm. Mm-hmm. But overall... Um, his inconsistency, his just overall play is not good enough to be an NFL starter, mm-hmm. um, which none of this has anything to do with him hanging out in the strip club, which I'll get to in a minute. But, mm. um, yeah, I, I just think clearly if Alex wasn't hurt, isn't hurt, um, he's your guy mm-hmm. Haskins, you know, is, is, is the backup. So that's why he was in, um, I don't know, but shout out to uh, Logan Thomas. Uh, he had 13 catches mm-hmm. uh, for 101 yards, n- no touchdown. But um, he, I guess, holds the record for tight ends on our team uh, for tight ends having the most receptions in a game. Let's go. And then I believe it's second all-time period um, before the Washington football team um, uh, passes caught, which I think it was Roy Hallou. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I is it was it against the Raiders? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But he had like thirteen catches, oh, or, wow. or excuse me, uh, fourteen. Let's so, go. Um, shout out to Logan, man. I was wrong on him yeah. when when we signed him. It, I, I thought it was just lackluster. Right. I'm like, did we even try? Like, you know, uh, because I, I, I guess they were like targeting, mm-hmm. um, in Austin Hooper, some something like that, right? For uh, sure. A, a, a bigger name at tight end. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen. They brought him in. Um, I didn't know what to expect. I just wasn't happy, wasn't thrilled. But as I would say, over the last like five, six weeks, like he's really been trending in an, in an upward, um, upward way or fashion, if you will. Right. Um, you clearly see the offense is missing Alex Smith out there. You clearly oh, see sure. that they're missing Antonio Gibson out there. Mm. Um, I clearly would like to see them get mclaurin involved more i say it week in and week out the way that i see it is i think he's great right he oh, can yeah. beat you on oh, yeah. a slant he can create that separation yes, run sir. more of that find a way to get him the ball for sure um mario said it earlier 
Um, we have some guys with some speed. If you can find mm-hmm. a way to get them the ball in space, anything can happen. Um, you see it week in and week out with other teams. They just get a playmaker the ball. It may be a five-yard pass um, or a little screen or something, and you just see them take it to the house, or you see you know, 20, 30, 40-yard gain. Um, there's no reason our team couldn't do that. It did seem like Scott Turner did settle in right. um, with his play calling with mm-hmm. Dwayne um, because I was even saying that to myself early in the game, like, you can't be conservative with this kid at this point. Like right. we're, we're, we're too far into the season. We're too far into where we're trying to go. Meaning the division is right there for the taking. Right. You, if you're going to lose, lose, right. Right. Like just leave it all out there. But the, just the dinking and dunking and, and, and all that type of stuff. I was like, man, here we go. Like, mm-hmm. the, like just open up the playbook. And I kind of felt like he did. Mm-hmm. Um, I would still like to see this offense with uh, uh, start faster. Again, mm-hmm. here we are going into the last two weeks of, uh, or excuse me, last two games of the season. We're mm-hmm. still the only team in the NFL who has not scored any opening drive points. Mm-hmm. So that's field goal or touchdown. Um, that has to change. Right. Um, to me, try something new air the ball out on the first play of the game. Right. I understand trying to establish the run, um, things of that nature, but the film is out. Like We typically run the same couple plays to start a game. Do something completely different. Um, pitch the ball to Logan Thomas and let him throw it downfield. Facts. You know what I mean? Just do something different. Something different. Um, and, then, and then get more into a rhythm. Try going more up-tempo earlier in the game, especially mm-hmm. if Dwayne is out there. But I just seem... I just feel like the team itself functions better. Like you see it when the team runs it, like they just get into a rhythm. Right. Um, keep it up. Now I, I'm not saying go up tempo the whole game, but get to the line of scrimmage more. Go no huddle. Don't give the defense a chance to substitute. Right. Force them to call a timeout. Right. You know, just something. Try try something different. Mix it up. Um, I, I mean, that's that's one thing that I would like to see. Mm-hmm. And 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 I said it on on. Uh, my other podcast, whatever, like orange slices and Capri Suns, they're getting at <laughs> halftime because they're a totally different team when they come right. out, you know, second half, like, <laughs> you know, like let's, let's have those half halftime snacks before right. the game, you right. know, um, whatever they're doing during the halftime clearly is awesome. I like making the adjustments, you know, doing something different. Um, and they find a way to claw themselves back into a game, but if you can put yourself in the lead or more competitive in the first half, mm-hmm. I don't think you're in that situation clearly where you're having to, you know, scrap and claw your way out. And oh, then sure. It gets late in the game mm-hmm. real fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just kind of want to avoid those. And I think the key to that is down in distance, right? You want to stay ahead of the chains. Yes, sir. Um, when you start getting into third and long, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's not manageable. That's why no. they say when it's like – third and two third and one you know third and three that's like third and manageable it's manageable um but three and eight you know yeah way behind sometimes oh it's third and 11 and then we do this little shovel pass or a little dump off screen to Mm -hmm. get nothing um those are the things that have to change uh i think they will this week Mm -hmm. um yes i picked carolina to win part of that is my superstition Mm -hmm. i thought i was gonna get away from it i just can't it's mostly been working for me all season right um but I think, I mean, shout out to our defense, right? I thought they played well. Um, they held Russell Wilson to like less than 130 yards passing. Yep. Uh, I think we gave up right around 150. All you stats 
geeks and gurus out there don't don't kill me because I, I didn't write it down right i'm not necessarily high on stats right? right but um i thought they did okay the defense irritated me a mm-hmm. little bit in the sense of the, it, the at times they seemed like they could not stop the run obviously they gave a long run or, um to russell wilson right and then um hide mm-hmm. had that long touchdown yes he did up up the right side so you take those back and you're right around that hundred yard mark mm-hmm. um not bad there. Uh, I, I thought our secondary played well. Mm-hmm. Um, DK, like I said, I, I he five catches for like forty three yards, something like that. Right. Tyler Lockett didn't have a great day. Um, so I think there was a lot of positive. Clearly, our defense. Uh, Montez Sweat again jumped up, batted the ball down. Yes, he did. Deron Payne got his first interception mm-hmm. um, of his career, so that was awesome to see. Uh, so again, defense. I'm not so much worried about. Um, it's just the offense, right? right. So again, it, it, just real quick, as far as like keys to victory to Carolina, mm-hmm. you got to start fast. You got to score opening drive points first and foremost. Um, you have to get in Teddy B's face. For you, sure. You have to get him uncomfortable. You have to get him off his mark. I say that week in and week out because it does hold true with just about every single team, right? right. Now I did say, obviously with Russell Wilson, you want to make him uncomfortable, but you can't get too far up the field. Facts. I do feel like at times our edge rushers did do that. They got mm-hmm. too far up. And Russell Wilson would just get right around you. For sure. um, they don't have to worry about that so much this week coming up, but they are going to have to be disruptive. They are going to have to um, limit big plays to uh, DJ Moore, Robbie mm-hmm. Anderson. Mm-hmm. Those you can't you can't let those guys get off. Again, our secondary has, has really played well. We got a bunch of young guys in there. Mm-hmm. Um, almost reminds me of the Eagles a couple years ago when you guys had that super young. Um, secondary, yeah. the first part of the season, they weren't playing well, but towards the end and then going were, into the playoffs, they were balling. Man, they they gelled. Ronald Darby was a part of that. Yes, wasn't he, he was. Yeah, and um, he's been actually surprisingly playing well for us. Oh, for sure. So, um, they just have to continue that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I think Carolina is a winnable game, yep. but they're not going to just lay over for sure by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, but as far as injuries, I'll, I'll get into those real quick. Um, as far as today, did not practice. Um, linebacker Cole Holcomb, mm-hmm. Thomas Davis, um, Terry McLaurin. Limited was Alex Smith and Morgan Moses. Wes Schweitzer, uh, running back Antonio Gibson, and linebacker Kevin Pierre-Lewis. Um, McLaurin had a little bit of an ankle injury. Um, Gibson was out there initially taking some snaps. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if Alex will go. We'll, again, we'll have to follow that up um, throughout the rest of the week. We should know something probably in the next day or two, whether mm-hmm. he can go. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm praying and hoping that that calf has relaxed. Um, I've said it before. I have two calves. He can have one of them. Um, you know, anything to get my guy back out there. Um, now, Dwayne Haskins, man. He. Oh, real quick. Washington football team, we signed linebacker Michael Kendricks from Seattle's practice squad. Mm-hmm. Um, some of you who listen to this podcast that happen to be Eagles fans, um, you guys are familiar with who he is. Kid's a kid. This man is a problem. <laughs> yeah, um, man. He definitely, like I, I was texting you, so I don't know if you guys remember um, back when um, we were making our Super Bowl run, um, the game against the Falcons, 
where I'm sure they had, well, it was, uh, so Matt Ryan, he rolled out. He had, um, what's the running back? Uh, Freeman in the flat. Oh, yeah. And instead of biting down and crashing as a linebacker and trying to take out Matt Ryan, because the lane was there. He didn't yeah. take it. He stayed home and stayed on Freeman because he knows that if, if Ryan looks left and throws that ball, it's an automatic touchdown. The dude is smart. He can cover, um, plays well in space, and he can run stuff uh, to a certain degree. So you guys got a gem. Uh, just hopefully he stays out of jail. But um, right. aside, <laughs> aside from that, now nah, you guys you guys picked up a stud. I like him. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see a if he plays this week. Mm-hmm. B how how they'll fit him in. Right. Um. But ultimately, if if he's as advertised in that regard, I right. think going forward he should be fine. Mm-hmm. Especially if we're able to get the division, and then that obviously affords you an extra game, right. first round of the playoffs. Um, so it just gives him a little bit more time to get comfortable with what we're doing here. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, so Dwayne Haskins, real quick. So by now, what's again today's Wednesday, right? Mm-hmm. So um, people who watch football, but more. More specifically, people in the Washington football world, um, we're all aware at this point, Dwayne Haskins, there was uh, some social media pictures came out mm-hmm. of him. I guess he was with his girlfriend celebrating his her birthday um, at the strip club um, or, oh, the sh- wow. or the shake joint, as Sh- I like to call it. Sh- shake joint. Um, yeah. So he went out. There was no masks. Um, Dummy. You're in a crowded space. There's a, a pandemic is still going on. You're push your 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 team is making a push for the division to get into the playoffs and you have your head coach who just beat cancer you have other people in the organization that may be immunocompromised you have players that you can't afford for them to get sick a la anybody really but you look at chase young what if he gets covid now he's down um you look at jonathan allen deron Payne. you look at mclaurin like anybody name name your players like they're all integral parts of this team and you displayed your selfishness by going out and doing that honestly i think at the end of the season um all the leaders on the team um mclaurin um chase young those guys are going to get together with your front office and they're going to make a decision on this kid because you cannot continue to do dumb stuff like this like it was just outright dumb disrespectful and he does not deserve to wear a washington football team uniform at this point that is the most boneheaded stupid thing that you could possibly do at this point in the season especially when you're trying to make a playoff push um he needs to go period and Mm -hmm. it's it's obvious at this point and it's a shame I mean, at the end of the day, I look, I'm starting to look at him more as far as the party aspect as like a Baker Mayfield when he first came into the league or Johnny, Johnny Manziel. That's exactly where I was going to go next. Like guys like you don't last long and you're literally in the league for one, maybe two years. And then the, the, the check stops. Mm -hmm. So, um, I hope you're enjoying yourself because you're not going to be in the league for much longer. Yeah. So Adam, um, on the five wide podcast with me, he said it best, right? He said Haskins uh, swagger to talent ratio is, is, <laughs> is off. It's disproportionate. Um, <laughs> I mean, because you see him, right? He's got the Bentley, he's got the jewelry, right. he's got the G wagon, he's right. got like all, and, and I, I don't get in players pockets. That's fine. Right. You go out, spend your money, do what you got to do. do what you got to do. Um, you're doing that flashy stuff, like the talent and what you're doing on the field better match. It it, it better match because if it doesn't, uh, the repo man comes around real quick. Right. And so you're going to bring that criticism, right? There's already enough criticism from dummies like us and, right. and everybody else that or it's on the radio and the media has a podcast, whatever. Like that's kind of quote unquote our job. Like we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're going to find something to talk about. Right. It is your job to go out there and give it your all in preparation 
in practice. Right. And when you're in the game, play like the superstar you portray yourself to be. Right. Um, I'm more irritated and upset with what he did because of the health concerns with Ron Rivera. Facts. And I believe we're one of the only teams in the league that has not had a positive COVID case for an active roster player. So we're doing something right. Mm -hmm. So you go and screw that up. And here's the thing. Washington football fans are more upset because this is not his first time dealing with breaking COVID protocol. When we played New York in New York, he was bringing a family friend and try to check that individual into the hotel oh, kidding me. that they were staying at. And it's like, what are you doing? So he was fined. Um, I don't know if the NFL is going to levy any sort of suspension or fine or they anything for, for breaking uh, COVID protocol because, they I mean, they've been fining other players and mm-hmm. coaches and organizations. So I don't know. Um, but either way, and then you listen to that Ron Rivera press conference. Oh, he me. was upset. Yeah, he was upset. He's got to answer for it. Yeah, and then he's, he's clearly over it. He seems like he's over the kid. My guess is if he plays, Alex doesn't go. It's because, yes, you can make the statement to say, I don't care how good you are if you give us the best chance to win because Alex Smith isn't in. I'm going to go with Heineke. Um, I don't think he wants to punish the team. So if he truly feels like Haskins gives us the best chance to to really win. like to win and, and, mm-hmm. and move forward until Alex can come back, then so be it, right? I'm not going to question any decision um, Ron Rivera or – anybody in football operations makes that's fine um i do feel haskins needs to go at this point right he's 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 proven his immaturity his selfishness he's about himself he's about whatever moment he's in um now clearly yes i don't know him personally but again perception is reality right Mm -hmm. so he can control his own narrative um there's there's many different ways he could have done things differently you can have the strippers go to your house you can do there's other things you can do besides to be out in public with no mask mm-hmm. and then the picture that they are posting is of that but then you got some cheeks in your face it's crazy like i don't i don't even know what to say like that's yeah cr- it's disgusting now it, here's the thing no pandemic i'm fine you go out you want to go to shake joint with your girl that's do, your business do what you want to do but there's there's a pandemic and then to add insult to injury it was after we lost to seattle which then is going to create the narrative that winning doesn't matter to him right it, right it, Beca- uh, right go ahead no it, it obviously doesn't matter but it's it like from top to bottom just watching this kid after getting a brand new coach and who is you know a straight shooter uh, doesn't like nonsense you know matter very matter of fact you know um, very structured very organized and then you're still going out and disrespecting this man and doing dumb stuff like it's it's crazy yeah no i mean i agree like i said i i just at this point i have no words i do not anticipate him being a part of this football team going forward nope. um after the season is over yep. um it, it's just it's just inexcusable what 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 he was doing and then like i said for your play on the field to not match how how you conduct yourself off the field right i mean it's just when the play don't match the lifestyle you know it's it becomes a situation where you got third stringers you know liking different dudes comments on twitter (laughs) um stating that you're trash because honestly you've been playing like trash like the third stringers gunning for you son like he's legit like liking other people saying that you are playing like garbage what are you going to do with that information right i mean we don't call them trashkins for nothing oh let's go so but i said yesterday i said the way he's going he's going to be has-beens in, <laughs> in a minute so i mean i mean the, the choice is his it's my his. 
my thing is maybe some some quarterback desperate team can see him right. and say we can fix him whatever i don't know i don't want him in the building nope get him um, out of there. We need players, as Ron Rivera said when he first got here, he needs players that are going to buy into the system, mm-hmm. buy into the culture, because things are going to change, right? Um, so, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. But either way, we, I just, I need Alex back, man. That's my quarterback, That's, man. Yeah. You know, like, I just need him back. There you go. So, For sure. But all right, man. So, it's been real. It's been fun. Um that pretty much puts a bow on episode 53. Yeah. It's right before Christmas. Before we go, we asked Mario what his favorite Christmas song is. So I'm going to ask you, what is your favorite Christmas song? So I had one um, in my head that was what This Christmas by Wham, which is like a classic. Mm-hmm. But then I thought of another one like, like, how could you not have a Christmas without like the Jackson 5 playing in the background? Oh, man. You can't. So uh, the whole I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus um, track was, was, was the first thing that popped in my head. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, a, it's a great song. Classic. Um, just make sure that the kids are truly asleep when, you know. When 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 Santa Claus is coming around and, and hanging out a little bit, <laughs> um, so but yeah, that's a that's a classic song that I always like to go to and add to my playlist. What you got? Yeah, man. So um, I'm a, I'm gonna get a little more funky on y'all. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go Christmas and Hollis by Run DMC. Um, like there's just nothing to it when you hear that beat come on and it's it's Christmas time in Hollis Queen. Like I don't know, you just you just can't beat that. Um, it's 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 in my playlist. I love it. I put mm-hmm. it on repeat for sure. Um, obviously I've got everything else. I got Let It Snow by mm-hmm. Boys to Men. Let's go. Um, even that uh This Christmas by Chris Brown. That's a great song. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, but like I said, I'm 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 gonna go with Christmas and Hollis by Run DMC for sure. All right, y'all. This has been fun. Again, it's episode fifty three. This is Eddie and Marcus here with the Average Sports Guys. Be sure to head over to theaveragesportsguys.com and uh, check out our website. All of our podcasts are there. Um, you can find us on all of our social medias. Our links are posted to there. Uh, check out our merchandise store. Mm-hmm. Um, our sponsors on there, FNX Fit. Yep. Um, and we hope you guys all have a safe and enjoyable holiday. Facts. Because we're going to do the same. And we'll see you all next week. We are out of here. We out. We out.